Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's fire it up. This is the FCS Fever Podcast, where we turn up the heat on FCS football. The FCS Fever Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. And part of the Aaron Torres Media Feed, as always, presented by Betfred Sports. I'm Chris Sylvester. Glad you're with us. Let's dive into it. Our Week 10 preview show. The calendar has flipped to November. FCS playoffs will be played this month. And with three weeks to go in the regular season, the possibility is still aplenty across many conferences in the football championship subdivision. I've been showing love, and deservedly so, to the Colonials since the jump. They impressed right out of the gate. Delaware goes to Navy, they win. William and Mary, they thrash Charlotte. A couple of big FBS statement wins off the bat. And since then, I think the Colonials just gotten better. I think more teams have started to figure things out. I think as conference play has started, certain teams are starting to click that maybe weren't playing well in September. New Hampshire's one of them. They've won three straight. They're in sole possession of first place in the CAA, and their head coach, Rick Santos, will join us in a moment. As always, we'll have our top five hottest matchups of the week, and I'm going to tell you why Sac State is in some trouble headed to Utah this week to take on Weber State. But before we light the lamp, we'd again like to remind you that the FCS Fever Podcast is presented by Betfred Sports. When you play the Betfred Sportsbook, no one gives out more free bonuses than Betfred. The more you bet, the bigger the bonus. Here's the good news. They'll be putting out lines for FCS games all season long. Committed to being the best book anywhere for fans of FCS football. Betfred, one of Europe's biggest sports books, started in 1967 by Fred Dunn. Now in the U.S., they've hit the market in a big way as the official betting partner of the Denver Broncos, Colorado Rockies, and Cincinnati Bengals. Here's where they're currently licensed and probably coming somewhere even closer to you if you're not in one of these states soon. Arizona, Colorado, Iowa, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Louisiana, Washington, soon Ohio. You could sign up today, place a $50 bet this weekend. Here's the good offer. Here's the good news. It's all good news when you're talking about bet, Fred, but when you drop 50 bucks this weekend, Betfred will give you a bonus, $250 for betting. You could do whatever you want with that. You could slam it on an FCS game. You could put it on some NFL, some FBS football. Georgia, Tennessee's a hot matchup this week. How about some World Series? How about NBA? How about NHL? College basketball starts next week. Betfred has so many options for you. International soccer. I mean, go do it. World Cup. Do it while you can. Throw $50 down this weekend. Betfred will give you a bonus, $250 for betting. 
All right, there we go. It's the FCS Fever Top 5 Hottest Matchups of the weekend. And admittedly, after so many good matchups that I felt like it was unfair to just have five in the top five, but we got to stick to the criteria here. It's a little tougher to come by in terms of hot matchups across the FCS slate this week. That doesn't mean that conference races aren't heating up at an all-time high, and that doesn't mean that teams that are already out of playoff contention have a chance to play spoiler across the board in the FCS. Let's start with number five out of the OVC, the Ohio Valley Conference, UT Martin, trying to keep things pushing at five and three, hosting Kennesaw State. Now, Kennesaw State, they've been one of the more disappointing teams out of the gate in the FCS. Remember their lofty preseason ranking that was quickly shot down, a week one loss against Samford. Turns out Samford is really good and a potential SoCon champion this year. But since then, a big loss at Cincinnati, a narrow win against a Wofford team that's been kind of a mess this year, an overtime loss against Jacksonville State, a double overtime win against Kennesaw State, but then they got leveled at home by Central Arkansas. Since then, Kennesaw State played another overtime game. They won it at home against Tennessee Tech and then beat Charleston Southern by 10 points last week. You know what the craziest thing is that I read today? Maybe it was last night. But the OVC, assuming there's a tie atop the regular season standings when it's all said and done, because you look at the Ohio Valley standings right now, and it's UT Martin and Southeast Missouri State SEMO, both with lossless conference records. They're both undefeated against conference play. UT Martin at 3-0, and and it's SEMO sitting at 2-0. and Now, the OVC... They don't play a ton of games in conference play. It, it's a shortened conference schedule, which means the margin for error is razor thin. It means you need to build up wins outside of your conference schedule to really boost the resume just in case you get into a predicament. For whatever reason, UT Martin and SEMO aren't on each other's schedule this year. Should they tie, and I think they will when it comes to the end of the OVC regular season, I read that a coin flip would determine who gets the automatic bid into the FCS playoffs. A coin flip. Now, luckily for SEMO, I, I think the resume is good enough to where if they lose the coin flip, I think they still get in. Obviously, the loss last week to Eastern Kentucky hurts. But for UT Martin, and they need to have this one against Kennesaw State, it's not really going to make the resume any more sexy should they take care of business at home this weekend, 1 p.m. Eastern, ESPN+. Plus. But for UT Martin, when you look at the schedule the rest of the way and you look at the resume sitting at 5-3 and three overall, they've got Tennessee State on the road next week, and then they wrap the regular season at home against Eastern Illinois. Now, I don't think the Tennessee State game on the road is going to be a cakewalk. They've really rebounded nicely after an 0-4 start. But all of a sudden, this resume is a little peculiar for UT Martin. They have an MVFC win over Western Illinois, but Western Illinois is winless. They haven't done anything in conference play. They have a loss to Missouri State. Turns out Missouri State's not very good. A loss at Boise State. Wins over Lindenwood, Tennessee Tech, Murray State on the road at Houston Christian. Remember, they lost to Tennessee a couple of weeks ago. Look, even if they take care of business against Kennesaw State, which I think they will this weekend, and they take care of business at Tennessee State the following week, and obviously in the finale against Eastern Illinois, I, I, if they lose this coin flip, I don't think that this resume is going to wind up being good enough. And it, it's a shame for UT Martin because you know, I don't want to call Missouri State a bad loss because Missouri State was a lot better than they are now at the beginning of the season. I don't think any road MVFC 
loss is, is all that bad unless you're looking at an Indiana State-Western Illinois loss on the road, and that's not the case here for UT Martin. But I just worry with, with how weak the OVC is beyond UT Martin and SEMO. I just don't know if, if it's going to be enough to get this UT Martin team in. I've looked at some bracketology. They've got them right on the bubble. There's a world where it happens, but Missouri State maybe needs to look a little bit better down the stretch. Maybe Kennesaw State needs to look better down the stretch. Tennessee State, if they can keep winning, maybe that looks a little bit better being on the road. But I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot of bids up in the air right now. There's that 7-4 and four Montana conversation, assuming they go 2-1 and one their last three games. There's Fordham in that conversation. Now that the opportunity to pick up a resume win over Holy Cross has come and gone. UT Martin, man, I hope the coin's on your side. All right, number four, let's turn up the heat in the A-Sun, Eastern Kentucky. They've won two straight. That signature win on the road at SEMO, handing them their first FCS loss of the season last week. Now at 5-3, and three, Walt Wells bunch, they've got an FBS win. I like the resume for Eastern Kentucky. I, th I think the win over SEMO really solidified things, but they can only afford one more loss, I think, sitting at 5-3, and three, even with two FBS games. As you look at... The road ahead, the final three games for Eastern Kentucky. It's a matchup that we've dubbed as number four in our top five this week, hosting Central Arkansas. But then they go to Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State's looked really good under Rich Rodriguez. West Virginia fans are already petitioning to bring him back to Morgantown with how things have transpired out there with the Mountaineers this season. Jacksonville State sitting at 7-2, and two, but we don't talk about it. We don't talk about Sam Houston State because they're leaving us to go up to the FBS and play in Conference USA next season. Eastern Kentucky wraps the regular year with a home game against Kennesaw State. Eastern Kentucky, they've been an interesting story this year. You look back to a game in late September where I thought they could really have solidified themselves as a team that kind of hung around at the top 25 all year and never really had to worry about playoff positioning. But they faltered in a game at Austin P on the road. They had a 20-3 halftime lead and got outscored 28-0 in the second half. From there, they won by a touchdown at home against Southern Utah and then lost by a touchdown at home against Sam Houston State and then outshot North Alabama 56-53 before going on the road and beating SEMO last week 28-23. Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas still kicking just barely. They lost at the start of the season to Missouri State and Ole Miss, but then they blew out Idaho State on the road, lost by a touchdown at SEMO. Since then, a 29-point win over Austin P, a three-point loss to Lindenwood, a big win at Kennesaw State, and they blew out North Alabama last week. So for Central Arkansas, you look at the road ahead, still a chance maybe to improve the resume and get good enough wins to at least be in consideration for a playoff spot. Obviously, a win at Eastern Kentucky would go the, a long way. But then at Stephen F. Austin the following week could be a good resume-boosting win. And then Jacksonville State wrapping up the regular season at home on the purple and silver turf. I like Eastern Kentucky here this weekend. Central Arkansas is not going to be any type of pushover for Eastern Kentucky, but I think Eastern Kentucky hitting their stride at the right time. I'm a big fan of Parker McKinney. The season that he's been able to put together, 20 touchdowns, five interceptions, more than 2,500 yards, played really well on the road through for 398, 35 of 42 against a really good SEMO defense last week. I think the passing game's going to be too much. Central Arkansas, they've had some struggles on defense this year. This has all the makings of a shootout. I'm interested to see what the over-under is going to look like in this game. This could easily be like Eastern Kentucky's game 
game a few weeks ago against North Alabama, 56-53. I think there's the potential for that. But I also think North Alabama, uh, rather Eastern Kentucky's defense made a lot of great adjustments to frustrate SEMO and take them out of some scoring situations last weekend. So give me Walt Wells, give me Eastern Kentucky. This would be a big win on the resume for EKU this weekend in the A-Sun. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. Number three. Might number one be on upset alert this weekend. I'm talking about a matchup in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. Top-ranked South Dakota State sitting at 8-1, and one, having won eight straight games since the Week 1 defeat on the road against the Iowa Hawkeyes. They head to Northern Iowa, and little did we think a couple of weeks ago that this would even be in consideration for the FCS Fever Top 5, but Northern Iowa, they've played very well of late. Stole one on the road at Southern Illinois last week, 37-36. And here are the Panthers in a precarious spot. They're 4-2 and two now, third place in the Missouri Valley Football Conference, 5-4 and four Overall, Now, they got a loss to Illinois State earlier on in the season. They lost to Sacramento State in the non-conference portion of the schedule. They got a two-point loss in Week 2 against North Dakota on the road. A couple of games they would have liked to have back. I mean, two of their Missouri Valley losses, their only two conference losses, have come by a combined four points. Now, Northern Iowa, if you might remember last year, with five losses, still got into the FCS playoffs. But that was a little bit of a different predicament situation. Remember, they won at Sac State early in the season before the Hornets went on a great run to win the Big Sky Conference. They won on the road at South Dakota State. Those were two massive resume wins. They don't have the resume wins at the moment. I think the Southern Illinois win on the road is good, but that's easily their best win. Their other wins over Missouri State, which probably would have looked good if Missouri State lived up to what they were supposed to be this year. Uh, the other wins against Utah Tech and Western Illinois on the road. That's not going to get it done in a resume. Can't forget the six-point win they had early October against Indiana State. That's a, another one that you can't really tab on a resume as a good win. But if somehow, some way, Northern Iowa, remember they went to Brookings last year and they beat a South Dakota State team that some think may be better than this year's South Dakota State team. Others' words, not mine. Remember, South Dakota State did not make it to Frisco, got knocked out by Montana State on the road. They had no Mark Gronowski last season. But I think South Dakota State, they're getting better week by week. I think that's pretty evident. Uh, survived a scare a couple of weeks ago at North Dakota when they trailed early. Obviously, the big comeback win over North Dakota State really put them atop the FCS rankings in just about every poll. This is going to be an extremely tough game for Northern Iowa to win, but for Northern Iowa to get close and have a chance late, they're going to need more great quarterback play from Theo Day. And Theo Day's really flown under the radar, I think, this season. We haven't talked much about him. We haven't talked much about North Northern Iowa until the last couple of weeks. More than 2,400 passing yards, 19 touchdowns, just four interceptions. He has taken good care of the football 
Northern Iowa, we had their play-by-play -play voice, J.W. Cox, on the show earlier in the week when we were recapping the weekend that was and the one-point win as they survived at Southern Illinois somehow, some way. And he said the defense, uh, they, they've had some holes, but they've also come up big in situations where they've absolutely needed to. Can Northern Iowa's offense make enough plays to go blow for blow with South Dakota State? I, I, look, I think South Dakota State, they've got a good offense. They've got an offense that's getting better week by week under a first-year offensive coordinator. Granowski's looking better week by week, more than 1,700 yards, 16 touchdowns, just three interceptions. Davis has run for almost 800 yards, eight touchdowns in that receiving core with the addition of Tucker Kraft, the tight end being back in the mix, as good as they've been all season long. As it stands right now, I think South Dakota State, North Dakota State locks for the FCS playoffs. From there, no slam dunks in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. And you wonder if the FCS committee pays enough respects to the conference to where maybe a, another five-loss team gets in. Maybe it's North Dakota. Maybe it's Southern Illinois. I like Southern Illinois' resume. But Southern Illinois, if they don't beat North Dakota State next weekend, they're going to be in a very precarious spot as well. North Dakota got a big resume win at home over Abilene Christian last week. They go to Indiana State, host South Dakota, and then wrap up the regular season on the road against the Bison inside the Fargo Dome. I think North Dakota probably the best shot outside of South Dakota State, North Dakota State, to make a leap into the FCS playoffs. But, boy, if Northern Iowa, they can find some Unidome magic. And that's not going to be an easy environment for top-ranked South Dakota State this weekend. Uh, I th think they're going to be a great spot to get to the postseason. They'd be at 6-4 and four going to South Dakota, which, as we saw Southern Illinois struggle with a couple of weeks ago, that is by no means a slam dunk. I think South Dakota, as a team with talent, playoff team from a season ago, fired their offensive coordinator, had a tough schedule off the bat, Kansas State, Montana, first two weeks of this season. I think they're a sneaky team at the bottom of the Missouri Valley Conference standings right now. I think South Dakota State takes care of business here, though, inside the Uni Dome. I think it's a close game. I think it's a game where Northern Iowa's in striking distance late. I just think that South Dakota State defense is going to be a little too much, and I think that offense makes just enough plays to get the Jackrabbits to 9-1 and one, and inching closer to potentially representing the FCS as the top overall seed in the playoffs. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, number two, we heard from the head coach of 
New Hampshire earlier. Rick Santos was kind enough to join us on the show, and his team is headed to Richmond. We kind of broke down this game with him earlier. But it's a matchup between two teams sitting at 6-2, and two, two teams vying for a CAA title. Hard to pick against Richmond here, right? And that's nothing, nothing against New Hampshire. New Hampshire has proven time and time again that they are legit. I thought the win a couple of weeks ago over Elon, especially with the way Elon bounced back and dominated Delaware at home, and I know that's the difference between playing on the road and playing at home in college football. But I, I like Richmond here. I think Richmond, outside of a couple of hiccups, a loss at Virginia way back in week one, and then that double overtime defeat they had at Elon where they had a chance to win in regulation and had a chance to win in one of the two overtime periods. They've won three straight games since then, all by double figures. I think Richmond's uh, one of the better teams that we're just not talking about enough. I, I don't think they have the wins necessarily that are sexy on the resume to get us talking about them. But I think Richmond seizes the opportunity here. New Hampshire would be a really good win, especially when you look at what the Spiders have to close the season with because if they don't win this weekend, they could be in trouble to just get into the FCS playoffs despite the fact that they've looked really good outside of the double overtime loss against Elon and the FBS loss to start the season. They go to Delaware next week, and they host William & Mary, a team that could very well be vying for a CAA title to wrap the regular season. I do lean Richmond here. I think they're really good at home. But New Hampshire, you look at the other side and how they have seemingly surprised everybody here to start CAA play, still sitting alone atop the conference standings. What a big win this would be for Rick Santos and company, and he talked about it earlier. But they closed the regular season hosting Rhode Island. They've got to feel good about being at home with how well they've played at home of late. And then they go to Maine, a team that has really underachieved this season. So New Hampshire, should New Hampshire get out of Richmond with a win, I think there's a real possibility they just run the table in the CAA. And if you're the committee at 9-2, and two, what are you going to do with New Hampshire? I know it wasn't pretty for them in the non-conference with the loss to NC Central and the FBS loss that they had. But... I think uh, New Hampshire would be in a great spot. CAA, look, somebody's going to get left out that, that deserves to be in the postseason in the Colonial. You just hope it's not one of these two teams this weekend. I expect a great game. I do lean Richmond here, but in the CAA, with how crazy it's been, I've been wrong before, and it's hard to pull against Rick Santos. Number one, this matchup left little doubt as the top in the FCS this weekend out of the Big Sky Conference, a game that could decide the conference regular season champion or at least a share of it, with Montana State dodging Sacramento State on the regular season schedule. It's the 8-0 Hornets headed to Ogden, Utah this weekend to take on 7-1 Weber State. Where the heck is college game day this weekend? I don't know, probably Georgia-Tennessee. And if it wasn't for that matchup, I would make an argument that college game day, Reese Davis, Lee Corso, Kirk Herbstreet, Desmond Howard, and the gang should have pulled up to Ogden. This is just a terrific matchup, one of my favorite matchups on the regular season docket to date. Weber State, their lone loss came a couple of weeks ago, in large part to the FCS record setting four safeties on the road in Bozeman against Montana State. Sacramento State, they've been able to survive a couple of scares the last couple weeks. Touchdown wins at home against Montana, controversial or not, they got it done. And then Idaho, they dominated the first half of that game, did Sac State, but then Idaho went on that 21-0 spurt, took a fourth-quarter lead before O'Hara was the hero again for Sacramento State, running in the game-winning touchdown. Look, if, if there's a defense that's going to figure out Troy Taylor's offense, it's Jay Hill's bunch at Weber State. We've seen it time and time again. They've frustrated really good offenses that have had success elsewhere. I look to that Montana State game. 
And while Sac State and Montana State operate a little bit differently on offense, Montana State was able to run for 347 yards against Weber State's defense. Tommy Mallott added 140 through the air. Now, I think Sacramento State's passing game is better, but Dunaway has struggled of keeping possession of the football lately. I told you earlier this week, I think the key for Sacramento State is more O'Hara and less Dunaway, and that's not to take anything away from Dunaway. I think he's a terrific quarterback, but I think O'Hara, who's an accomplished passer, but an even better runner, gives you so many more different opportunities and abilities with your offense. I think that's what it comes down to this weekend. If we're seeing a lot of Dunaway again, trying to sling the football around, I think Weber State's going to find a way to create turnovers, going to find a way to get Sac State's offense off the field, and going to get their defense back on the field and try and tire them out up near elevation in Ogden. I'm going to lean Weber State here. I, I've been praising Sacramento State all season long, but I, I think Sacramento State's going to have to go back to the drawing board and figure out some things on offense. I like Sac State's defense, but I think Weber's just really tough at home. I wouldn't be surprised if Sacramento State wins this game. And, boy, if Sacramento State can find a way to win this game by more than a possession, then I'm going to start to think about them as the number one overall seed again in the FCS playoffs because I can promise you that Sac State, should they dominate Weber on the road, I don't see them losing at Portland State or the following week hosting UC Davis to wrap the regular season. So give me Weber State here. I like the Wildcats and that could create a little bit of a jumbled mess atop the big sky or it could create a pathway for Montana State to win the conference title regular season outright. Here on FCS Fever we let the sounds tell us what to do. That means we're out of time. Special thanks to Rick Santos, New Hampshire head coach jumping on with us. Should be another fun weekend of FCS football. We're back at you next week. You've been listening to the FCS Fever podcast presented by Betfred Sports on the Aaron Torres media feed. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.